3: i black people! I'm the not black people! Teams. Who's your like motherfucker, Jerry? You my motherfucker!
2: What you gonna do, Jerry? i me, the money! You're flubbing your lines, like you, you, you're fucking up the
3: gimmick.
4: I'm not sure if we really love basketball or if it's just an excuse to play more John Tesh.
2: Uh, I'm going, I'm going hard overhead here.
4: Staying at this fucking five-star hotel and I got no fucking Wi-Fi. Like, lick my ass.
2: the violin I was playing for you, sir, if you couldn't tell.
4: Oh, can you bring bring out hold on, keep going. Bring out the wine and cheese. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Chair Shot Bets, the commissioner PC, Tunney, and the man whose mama made him mash his M&Ms, the MVP, the man with the velvet pipes. It's Christopher Platt. Chris, Chair Shot Bets, we're back, baby.
2: Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. We are right back like we left something. Tunney, great to be here again. And um, what are the betting odds that we get sued by the OJs? I don't know what you're
4: talking about.
2: <laughs> Shout uh, out to Cleveland's own, the OJs, by the way. My mom used to know him back in the day, so maybe uh, if she could reach out to him. I don't know. Obviously, they're not in contact now. That was 30 years ago, but maybe she might know somebody that knows somebody, and we can get this sample cleared.
4: Yeah, I'm not, say- <laughs> I'm not <laughs> saying your mom's a whore, but hopefully she's already paid our dues for them rights. The fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that was really funny. I didn't mean it.
2: No, that was funny. That was a good one.
4: Yeah, I couldn't help it. I, ap- I apologize. <laughs> Like, damn, you went there. Holy cow.
2: That's alright. She's gonna be here sooner rather than later. I'm gonna tell her you were talking shit. She go she go bust your ass uh, verbally. Wonderful.
4: Yeah, well I imagine, you know, the the what is it, the nut don't fall far from the tree?
2: Yeah, it's something like that. Something like Close that. Close
4: enough. Okay. <laughs> all right. I like it. I like it. Well, plenty of sports still going on. Basketball is over, but we do have the NBA draft happening this evening. Uh, the Stanley Cup Finals is getting more interesting and looking to be leaning in a particular direction. A couple more guys defect to live golf, Platt, and we're going to talk some NFL divisional odds here in the offseason. Maybe you can jump on some easy money before things start to shift after Training camp, all right, as we get closer to what's going to happen here for the rest of the NFL offseason. What else is going on with you, Platt? Did you catch Obi-Wan? Did you watch that on Disney Plus? Because I just finished it. No. It's, it's fucking I'm excellent. not watching that shit, man. It's really good, man. It's basically like the movie of what happens right after episode three. It's right in between three and four. It's excellent.
2: Great, good for y'all. I'm. I got Star Wars fatigue, so if it's not an actual movie, I'm probably not going to check it out unless Sasha Banks, excuse me, Mercedes Bernardo is going to be on there.
4: Well, she, is she a free agent now? Is she? I don't know. People have to listen. No. The, they have to listen to the DWI <laughs> podcast, eh? Saturday morning.
2: I like it. I like it. Nice little teaser. Yes, I yes.
4: I heard we're going to have all four members of the DWI podcast back Saturday uh, for Saturday morning. Myself, DP, yourself, and the return of one from his hiatus, AJ Belas.
3: Who
2: told you I was going to be there? Nobody you, confirmed that with me.
4: You gave me the black thumbs up in the fucking t- t- <laughs> text thread.
2: I have no idea what you're talking. I will show you right now. No, I know what you're talking about, motherfucker. Goddamn, it's podcasting, well, then... man. I'm being coy. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you, uh, <laughs> a, uh, how's your uh, week been going with uh, processed meats? You've you been staying out the way? You've been dodging and ducking and slipping and moving? Sticking and moving?
4: I don't I don't get the joke there.
2: Oh, the whole hot dog incident last week.
4: Oh, yeah. I, look, at you can't even tell. Uh, you can't even tell. Yeah. Just a little moisturizer, you know. Shout out to the Dutch.
2: Well, still, though, if I was you, I would uh, steer clear of baloney for a little bit.
4: My baloney has a first name. It's B O L O G N. No, it's O S C A R. I know, I know. All right. Well, you know what, folks? We got past five minutes into the show, so we can play a commercial now. Just peeling back the curtain. Christopher Platt at The Real C. Platt. PC Tony at PC Tony. You can follow us at ChairShotBets. Make sure you're heading on over to ProWrestlingTees.com. And listening to everything ChairShot Radio
3: Network. We'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following.
4: Hey, folks. PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code ChairShot to save 10%. That's AngryLemonade.net.
2: The ChairShot.com. Always use your head. You know, it's it's funny, man. You brought up my mother and the OJs, and I I didn't say she biblically knew the OJs, you know. She may or may not have known one of the members, but we're not gonna go there. But do you ever look at people's aunts? And, and mothers and shit like that and wonder like who were groupies back in the day like like who gave some draws to the isley brothers or who, who sucked off jerry lee lewis or shit like that do you ever look at older women and think like that or think about that the chairshot.com always use
4: your head nope nope nope
2: nope i'm just nope. saying they nope. groupies didn't
4: nope. just get invented the last 30 years Get a groupies. Let's talk NBA basketball. <laughs>
2: just saying, man. It was a lot of aunties out here busting it wide oh open for uh, Fleetwood up, Mac, Crosby, Steals, and Nash. I'm just saying.
4: <laughs> I guess considering this is a betting show, now it's already adult implied.
2: And I, I bet somebody's grandmother got a train ran on them by Parliament Funkadelic. <laughs>
4: Speaking of things going off the rails, uh, let's try and head on back over to the NBA draft, Christopher.
2: Yay. It's
4: it's rather, I think it's pretty much rather set in stone who's going to see the first three picks here. Uh, there isn't maybe a chance Chet Holmgren goes number one, but I don't think so. I think it's Jabari Smith. I think Holmgren goes three. And you're going to get Ben, ben Carroll. 3rd, and Ivy 4th. Like, that's pretty much legit. Ivy minus 210 to go 4th, Ben Carroll minus 300 to go 3rd, Holmgren minus 200 to go 2nd, and minus 240 Jabari Smith to go 1st. So, let's talk about the impact these players could have on these teams, Platt, because those four guys look to be the ones that they think are going to come in, probably start right away, plug in, see what they can do as far as minutes go. And for me, personally, if I had to pick one of these four guys, I'd almost go Holmgren because... Wow, He's he's got the length. He's going to be a good shot blocker. He can run. He can move up and down the court. He doesn't have a history of injuries, and he can shoot the basketball. If anything, he's a four. If anything, he's your stretch four, and you have another guy that can come in that can actually body up somebody that's bigger and stronger. But I don't see how he's not a a number one overall pick and comes in immediately just because of his length and his defense. I don't think he's going to get pushed around. I think he's just going to maneuver himself to be really great helping off of the ball. And if you don't have good move on the inside, he's going to interrupt your shot. He's very long.
2: So Oklahoma City has the second pick, right? Indeed. Yeah, so that's that's perfect synergy right there. He fits in with that that town and that culture very well. No disrespect to Oklahoma City, but you're picking up what I'm putting down here.
4: Sure, him, Giddy, does... Dort. What'd you say? Him, Giddy, Dort. he got a, got a bunch of young, good young guys there.
2: Yeah, Mork from Org, uh, Ricky Nelson, nonu, nonu. <laughs> the, the 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 Osmonds. Yeah, but no, I think he could be a. a he has an opportunity to be a, a solid NBA player. I think that his he's the most ready to come in and have an impact right now. I, I don't think overall he's gonna in the long term. Rather, he's gonna be the best player. But yeah, he'll be a decent player. The thing that kind of scared me off of him was his performance in the tournament this year. He kind of shit the bed a little bit when the lights were the brightest and he seems like he kind of struggles a little bit with with against athletics or athletic teams. So the NBA is nothing but athletes, right? The, the NBA literally stands for nothing but athletes. So that's going to be interesting, but I think he could have a solid career and Oklahoma city is the, the perfect landing spot for him. Well, that leaves us with out of bank- these. Oh, excuse me. I was going to say out of these four guys, I probably like the kid from Auburn better than anybody.
4: Barry Smith I, you know I like Jaden yeah, Ivey yeah. to come in I, I wonder if he could be a more of a ball handler if his passing skills pick up but the kid can score so I I'm really interested to see what what he can come in and do uh go into a Sacramento team that really just hasn't found a guy to lead that team I mean maybe he could make that backcourt complete him dear Aaron Fox with Sabonis
2: good luck with that I mean that's a, a intriguing backcourt and uh, Sabonis is one of the most underrated players in the league so they're Building something out down there in Sacramento, what I have no idea, and I don't think they do either what who's the kid from Duke I, I forgot his name
4: Paulo Banquero.
2: okay, yeah, I like him a lot as well. He showed me something in this tournament in Duke's run to the final four
4: I mean he's he's a he looks like an adult he has an adult body already you know some of these guys come in and Jabari Smith, he'll fill smart Smith he'll fill out. <laughs> And he has NBA pedigree, right? His, his I believe, cousin, uncle, and dad all played in the NBA. So I think these are four guys that are can contribute. I think it's really interesting to see what's going to happen after that. Uh, talking from a personal, local Wisconsin-Milwaukee-Madison perspective, will Johnny Davis fall to 24? Will the Bucks move up to take Johnny Davis? Where will Johnny Davis fall? Do you even want a guy like Johnny Davis? What do you think? Because it's interesting. The beginning of this NBA, uh, NCAA basketball season, I think it was October of last year. My dad and I are at a bar. We're watching the Marquette Badger game Saturday morning or whatever. And I'm like, this guy, he's he's a good, he's a amazing. He's gonna be a 20 point scorer in the NBA. And he goes, I don't even see it. And now look, he's gonna be a lottery pick likely. I don't know if he slips. I've seen a couple of, of mock drafts where he slips, but a lot of them have him going. Um, a lot of them have him going 10 to Washington, 11 to New York, or. I'm also seeing, like, 18 to the Bulls. So those are some of the mock drafts I see for Johnny Davis. Any thoughts on him or any other players in this draft that that have, you know, hit your radar besides the top four guys that we know are going one, two, three, and 4?
2: I, I wouldn't mind Johnny Davis slipping to the Cavs at, was it, 13 or 14, I believe.
4: Yeah, Cleveland actually picks 14. The um, A lot of yeah, mock cause... drafts got you taking a shooting guard. Ochai Ogbaja. Ag- Akbaji from Kansas.
2: I, I'm not hip to him, but it, it's gonna be interesting to see if they take somebody because they're not that far away. So it's gonna be interesting if they take somebody that can if they're gonna take a project or if they're gonna take somebody that can come in and have an immediate impact. And I think Davis could be one of those guys that could come in and have an immediate impact on that squad. Because yeah, they're not that far, man. Defensively, it fell apart last year when Jared Outley got hurt, and uh my man Mobley. And Garland, they kind of hit the wall towards the second half of the season. But that's a good young franchise. And I think they were actually a year ahead. I thought they would be a fun team last year. I didn't think they would contend for a playoff spot last year. So they're a year ahead. The thing that they're missing, they're going to get back with Sexton, um, you know, which is another guy other than Garland that can create for himself and others. Long term, I don't know how that backcourt works. It, it's kind of giving me Baby Dame, McCullough vibes. So I don't know if you could package something for Sexton coming off that ACL tear. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, that, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. But um, not a bad draft, actually. I don't think we've actually had a good draft in the past couple of years. I think there is probably eight to ten players, probably even more that can come in and have impacts on their teams or at least have long NBA careers.
4: Do we see any sign, big sign and trades with a lot of these guys who are discontent, who may or may not pick up their option or want out before their last year is up, uh, Kyrie or guys of that nature? Do you see anything big sign and trade happening at the draft? I, I don't know that I do just because a lot of the teams that are involved are not picking that high, but what do you think?
2: Yeah, because, I mean, what are you going to get back in return? You're going to get some damaged goods player in return. That doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? If you're going to get because of the guys that are on the market in the signing trades, you got what Kyrie. I've heard a lot of John Wall and Bradley Beal speculation as well as, you know, L.A.'s trying to get out from under the albatross that is Russell Westbrook, even though it wasn't all his fault last year. And I stop doing that. Stop putting it all on him.
4: Ray Ray Cash put into the uh, the NBA general manager simulator trade simulator. He put in. It was like Russell Westbrook to the Hornets. Bradley Beal to the Lakers, and who went to Washington? Mello? Oh. I
2: think, was it Mello? It was Mellow. I think it was Mellow, and it was another guy. It makes sense. I don't see it happening. Russ actually wouldn't be horrible, though, in Charlotte, because he's going to at least get the local people out, because you get to see a future NBA Hall of Famer, and you know they're going to play hard. Here it is, and I think he still got. Oh some no, luck it wasn't mellow. Well. It
4: wasn't mellow. It was Beale to the Lakers, Russi to the Hornets, and Hayward and Oubre to the Wizards.
2: So you're gonna send Ubre back to Washington?
4: Yeah, I don't, I don't see that a, happening. I don't like and that.
2: a damaged good. Yeah, and a damaged good Hayward. Hayward's on his way out the league, man. I hate to tell you, he'll hang on for another, you know, five or six years, and then get like a an assistant coaching job and end up being a GM or some shit. But I think he's on his way out the league.
4: Well, we'll see what happens. Um, plenty of plenty of talk. Bobby Portis, Batum, a uh, couple of other
2: guys. What's this talk? Joe Have Harris. you heard? Um, um, what's my man Rudy Gobert? There,
4: there's there's talks
2: heating up that he's going to Chicago.
4: Well, a lot of those guys are upset. Devonte Mitchell is very upset um, that uh, Quinn Snyder resigned.
2: Yeah, I don't blame him. I, don't, I could see him asking for a trade, too. Don't be surprised if he ends up in a New York or a Miami or something like that. Mostly Miami. I think Pat Riley's got one big move left in him before he rides off into the sunset, and that might be it.
4: Well, we'll see what happens. Keep your eyes and ears open tonight. The NBA draft, the influx of young talent that is coming in next season. You will behold which teams they're going to this evening at the NBA draft. I believe it's on ABC actually tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. Check it out. All right, we're going to take one more quick break. When we come back, a couple quick hitter topics until we get to our finale this week, which is talking about the NFL, the offseason NFL division odds and why you might want to jump on some things sooner than later. This is Chair Shot Bets, Chair Shot Radio Network, WrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chair Shot. Follow us at Chair Shot Bets. Alright, welcome back. Shot Bets. here. A little Stanley Cup talk here, Plat, Colorado after a big win in overtime last night on a very questionable goal. I don't know if you had a chance to see the highlight of the game-winning goal, but first of all, there was no celebration because it was a very odd traffic, shot in traffic that bounces off of Vasilevsky and goes up into the top netting of the goal and tucks itself in the netting behind the top bar. So They're waiting to look down in the net where the puck is, right? And they don't know, and then all of a sudden they discover it's up top, so there's like an 8 to 10 second delay before the excitement comes out. And then afterwards, the coach of the Lightning, Coach Cooper, comes out very upset, does not want to answer questions. When you go back and watch the replay, to his point, there was very much six men on the ice when the game-winning goal was scored in overtime. Platt, this series has been nothing but even, yet the Avs lead 3-1. 3-1. to one. Game 1, a thriller in overtime. Game 2, a rout of the Lightning by the Avalanche. Game 3, a rout of the Avalanche by the Lightning. And then another overtime thriller taken again by Colorado. Firm grasp. Go home. Don't lose this Game 5, right, Colorado? Chris? I wouldn't if I was you. I <laughs> don't mean, give them hockey, a chance to come so. home and face, make, you know, force the game seven, right. right? I mean, game, I don't think you lose your home ice advantage if you go to game seven. This is a team that has one game then, only has to win one game to be one of the greatest of all time, That, that even though they are maybe top whatever already. I mean, never say never,
2: especially in hockey. 3-1 is nothing. I mean, hell, we've had teams come back from 3-0. But that being said, honestly, I, I actually think that, I think that the run that they've been on is starting to, to kind of catch up with them because it's hard to go deep in the postseason year in and year out. And you said that the series was kind of even. Yeah, but the feeling that I get is that that Tampa Bay is overwhelmed by the speed that Colorado has. And they just got some young lions and some young dogs, and I think they're going to going to run them off the, off the ice.
4: Well, we'll see what happens. The odds here, makers, are looking at a pretty decided advantage for colorado um you can give a goal and a half um and so if colorado wins by two goals you you make 150 dollars on your hundred otherwise the money line put up 169 to win 100 if you think tampa's going to force a game six and come back to tampa you're going to get 150 on your hundred dollar bet over under on this is uh looking like uh five and a half chris what are you liking tomorrow night i
2: like i like colorado and i would take the under
4: Okay. Uh, give me give me Tampa in the in the Yeah, Tampa in the under. I like that. So, we'll see what yeah. happens if you think Tampa's going to come all the way back and win the series. You're looking at some real nice odds here. I'm thinking it's closer to plus 6 or 700. So, take a look at that if you believe. Um otherwise, otherwise, let's turn it on over to one of other Chris's favorite topics.
1: Oh, son of a bitch, Paul. Why didn't you just go home?
3: That's your home. Are you too good for your home? Answer me. Suck my white ass, ball.
4: So, Chris, you said it. What What were you saying? Your, uh, your pick was looking good last week, and then the U.S. Open turned into the U.S. Open, and those holes get tough down the stretch, don't they? Yeah, I was looking good as hell, man, on my pick
2: last week up until the back nine on Sunday, and my man Scotty shit the bed. But, yeah, I was sitting pretty. Um, Good thing I didn't bet. And, again, these are only for entertainment purposes only. If you use our picks to bet, call 1-800-GAMBLER because clearly you have a problem. That's 1-800-GAMBLER because you clearly have a problem. But exciting finish, though, to the golf tournament. Seriously.
4: Yeah, it was a fun time. It was really cool to see. Before we make our picks for this week, let's – Talk real quick, live golf once again strikes Plat. Uh Brooks Kepka and Abraham Answer. Two players in the top twenty in the world. That makes eight of the top forty playing under the live golf umbrella. Is there much more to be said? These guys, they've just got this guaranteed money and they're taking it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, when I saw Brooks, I said, whoa. Because I and I knew we were gonna, you know, talk about that on this show. But the bottom line is money talks. Bullshit runs the marathon. Now these guys need to just learn to shut the fuck up because there's nothing that you're going to say that is going to sway public opinion in your favor. So just don't say anything. What's wrong with that? Like I said last week, man, good no comment could be your best friend sometimes.
4: It's better to what? Open your mouth and you uh, reveal uh, stupidity or, you know, keep it closed and let them wonder (laughs) or something like that. it it's better to get some guaranteed money and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Listen, I could I could take a shit in a box and slap a guarantee on it. The only thing you're gonna have is a guaranteed piece of shit.
2: That's hilarious. Zelensky to... auto parts. Yeah. Who knew the president of fucking uh uh Ukraine was fucking over Tommy boy and his dad <laughs> back in ninety seven? Like, what the fuck, Zalinsky? Uh, fucking
4: Zelensky, man. Karma's a bitch, eh? <laughs> Too soon.
2: Too soon. Too soon. I wish I knew the Russian national anthem. Where's Nikolai Volkov when you need him?
4: Oh, my goodness. All right, moving (laughs) on. Uh, Golf this weekend, Travelers Championship up in Connecticut, Uh, TPC River Highlands in Cromwell. Uh, This is a par 70, folks, so just make sure you're checking that out, uh, knowing that you can't only go so deep there. Um, Platt, you know how we do it. Favorite pick? Better than 5,000 odds, uh, underdog pick, 5,000 or worse odds. I can start. I'll start this week. I like Jison Dye, who uh, came into form a few times this year, maybe come back and get in a victory circle, plus 6,500 for my underdog.
2: I'm riding my man, Scotty. He's got some shit to prove coming off his collapse at the U.S. Open, and he's at plus 1,100.
3: Right, so as that, far That's as, your
2: favorite? That's my favorite as far as my underdog pick. Shout out to Siwoo Kim at plus seventy five
4: hundred. Damn you. I was gonna take maybe take him next week. What is he, plus seventy five hundred? Those are good odds there. I like that. Yes, sir. You know, yeah. folks, if you if you're taking these for, you know, ten, ten, even just ten dollars, you know, you figure that's gonna that's gonna get you seventy five bucks. So, you know, take a look at it.
2: But again, these picks are for Actually, entertainment purposes. They'll get feel. you
4: 750 I think.
2: Oh, the 75 Yes.
4: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you might as well go for it.
2: What do you have to lose? Except for your home. <laughs> and possibly your
4: marriage. <laughs> uh, my favorite this week. I'm going to go... Oh, that's a good question. Who do I like this week? Hmm. Give me uh give me young Seamus Power to step into the winner's circle at plus forty eight hundred. He's not gonna be on SmackDown on Friday? Uh not if he's uh, in the lead after day two.
2: Um <laughs> I mean, we'll see VB <laughs>
4: All right, folks, Just uh, we're really just going to be ramping up here until we get to the British Open. Tiger Woods will be coming back for that one, so we can't wait to have some coverage there, scope out his picks, uh, his, his odds, and, and what we think his success rate could be at the British Open. So you got our picks for this week as far as hockey and golf go. You know what we're thinking about the NBA draft. Let's get to some off-season betting with the NFL. We're talking division odds when we come back here on Chair Shot Bets, part of the Chair Shot Radio Network. And make sure you head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot.
3: This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com.
4: Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back to Chair Shot Bets. You can follow this show at ChairShotBets. Bets. If you want to find the best way to find everything that happens over at the ChairShot.com and ChairShot Radio Network, make sure you follow at ChairShot Media on Twitter and Facebook. That's at ChairShot Media. C-H-A-I-R-S-H-O-T-M-E-D-I-A. In case you don't know how to spell. E-I-E-I-O. And on that site was Wrestling Talk.
2: You know what's funny in the alphabet? The podcast, the alphabet, here, it gets the podcast to the... there. That's great. Here, pod, there, pod everywhere, bot, bot.
4: Now Patrick O'Dowd thinks the website's all about him.
2: <laughs> he already thought that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Check out Bandwagon Nerds. Great fucking show. Great fucking show. All right. Well, you can't do NFL without... Let's get to some off-season odds for this upcoming NFL season, and we're going to go division by division. We're going to break it down for you and maybe see if there's anything you'd like to lock in before things start to change as we get closer to training camp, etc., etc. Platt, will start in your very own AFC North. Very tight odds there. There is no clear-cut favorite. Baltimore, Cleveland, and Cincinnati are all plus 200. Put up your $100 now to win 200. Pittsburgh plus eight fifty. If you think Mitch Trubisky is going to be able to step in, Chris, that's some that's some pretty good odds there, actually. Ten to win me, eighty. Yeah, 10, me, ten to win, ten bucks to win eighty five here. Yeah, let me make the case. Number one,
2: Mike Tomlin. Period. Yeah, <laughs> okay, great okay, case. Okay, no, but I keep going great case. That,
0: oh,
4: yeah, yeah, great because, case. Because right? yeah, yeah, sw- a losing season. The, yeah, the guy's immune to having a losing season, and ten and seven may very well win this division.
2: Ten and seven may very well win this division. I still think it's the best division in football. The defense is top notch. They've got a top ten defense, especially when it's healthy. Between uh, uh, Pat, uh Fitzpatrick and um, and um, the guy that just set the sack record with the Watt boy, they've got weapons on offense. You know the Steelers; they just pull running backs out their ass. I think that's the, actually the guy I'm thinking of the the rookie running back last year. When his name, his name Fitzpatrick, Najee Harris. Okay, I'm fucking shit up, but Najee Harris, they've got weapons on offense. Talking okay? about Pittsburgh, right? Yes, we're yeah. still talking about Pittsburgh Najee here. Harris. Plus, I, I i know it's Bitch Trubisky. I mean, we call him Bitch Trubisky for Christ's sake, so we know what it is. But can he really be worse than Maga Rudolph or the corpse formerly known as Ben Raiflisberger that oh, was on the center last year? Can something. he really be I worse than I thought you were going to say something that? else. I thought you were going a different direction. That's funny. But no, but I'm just saying, man, at plus 850. Excuse me, man. That Yeah, I, I might throw a hundred on there, man. Throw a hundred on there and win, you know, 850 bucks, man. That's not a bad bet. And everybody else is even, you know, these teams are evenly matched and they're going to beat up on each other. Plus they, the schedule this year is, is a little rougher than it was last year. So that's not a bad bet. Personally, I think Baltimore is going to win this division, but as far as betting odds, you can do a lot worse than throwing a hundred on the Steelers.
4: Uh, it's definitely the last division I would want to pick, to be honest with you. Um, the only, the only pick there for me is a value bet with Pittsburgh. Let's move over down to the AFC South. Matt Ryan, odds-wise, instantaneously makes India the clear-cut favorite here. Uh, you put up $105 to win 100. Tennessee next. Uh, you put up 100 to win 135. Jacksonville plus 700. Houston plus 2500. I think Houston's a waste bet of your money. I see Pittsburgh have more chance to win their division than Jacksonville, so if you're looking for a value bet, I'd still go back to Pittsburgh. To me, Matt Ryan makes the Colts the clear-cut favorite here if he can play even 85% of what he's turned into. He's still very mentally good and arm-wise excellent.
2: Where do I live, sir? Uh, Atlanta. Where did Matt Ryan get traded from? Atlanta. He's washed, man. He's fucking washed. He's still putting up uh, points or putting up good stats. You know why? Because they either get down 35 to 7 and, you know, he's throwing garbage time TDs. Or they're up 35 to 7 and then they find a miraculous way to blow it at the end. Matt Matt is washed, man. Is it an upgrade over Carson Wentz? Probably. But, I mean, the smart money is with Tennessee in this division.
4: Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Very close odds there. In the AFC South, moving on over to the AFC East, the Bills, the clear-cut favorite here, minus 190, put up 190 to win 100, the Dolphins and Patriots, Bulls plus 400, and the Jets plus 1,800, any chance that plus 1,800 pays off this year, Platt?
2: They did have a really good draft, I will say that, but no. (laughs) no maybe next year we talk about futures maybe next year Uh,
4: miraculously i could see them going nine and eight and taking second in this division if something falls apart for new england i could see things falling apart for miami but i don't see that necessarily happening either but buffalo is going to win 12 games no other team in this division is going to win at least 12 games
2: that's true man but if we're looking for value i kind of like the dolphins at plus 400 I, i think that the i like them more than the patriots they're going for it this year they had a really good off season You know my man Tua has spent some time down here at the Cranberg Compound, so I have a personal vested interest Uh in in Uh his success. And I think Mac Jones takes a step back this year. It's year number two. Second-year quarterbacks, they tend to take a step back because people have a season's worth of game film. Mac Jones, buy his album. Buy his album. Mac Jones. Mac Jones, buy his album. Oh. But now he's got – so everybody's going to adjust to what he did last season. So now in order for him to step his game up, he's going to have to adjust to the adjustments. So I could see New England coming back to the pack with all due respect to Belichick. I just like Miami better than New England. Yeah, this is Buffalo's division to lose. But if you're looking for a value bet, Miami at plus 400, throw 25 bucks on it, man. See what
4: happens. Let's move over to the quarterback Rich AFC West Kansas City plus 150, the Chargers plus 250, the Broncos plus 260, which means somebody said you'll we'll give you 10 more dollars if the Broncos win, but not the Chargers. Uh the Raiders plus 600. Uh, the Raiders are a sneaky value bet here to me as well. I think anytime you can get plus money on your own money taking a Kansas City is not a bad bet either.
2: It's not. I don't like any of these teams in this division, to be honest with you. The Raiders at plus 600, yeah, I would probably go with that because they probably have the most continuity in the division. The Chargers, they got to prove it. They always find a way to shit the bed. Talent-wise, they're right there. They can play with anybody in the league, but they got to prove it. The Chiefs, I think, are going to take a step back. They're really going to miss Tyreek Hill. They, they are. And Denver, I, I don't see the rust thing going well. I I just don't. I I think that eventually the miles on the odometer have to catch up with him. And he's been getting his ass whooped behind that anemic offensive line in Seattle for the past 10 years. Although the defense is really good and they do have some weapons as well. But Raiders at plus 600, that's not a bad bet. This is another division where I think the teams are going to beat each other up. So, yeah, I I would go Raiders plus 600 betting wise, you know, throw a hundred on there, see what happens.
4: I still would – tell people to go back and see the Steelers at plus 850 but I do like the Raiders like we both said as a good value but NFC let's move on over to the National Football Conference and in the North the Green Bay Packers third shortest odds to win a division they're minus 185 Minnesota's 275 the Bears and Lions plus 900 I don't think anybody sees the Lions or Bears having the ability to let alone win eight or nine games but 10 Do you see the Vikings winning 10 games? Because I see the Packers winning at least 10 games, and that's with people getting hurt, because the Packers look to be getting better defensively. I know they lost Devontae Adams, but as far as the argument for them winning this division, there has been no major changes on any of these three other teams.
2: Well, watch out for the Bears. I'm not saying they're going to win the division, but I like Justin Fields, obviously Ohio State alum, and he's got a competent will. We don't know, but it can't his coaching staff can't be worse than Matt Nagy and those guys. So he, he's got a competent coaching staff. So watch out. I, I think he's going to have a big year. Him and uh, Lawrence in Jacksonville. I know we're past that division now, but it, it's amazing what competent coaching staffs can do. Um, Obviously, the smart money. Here's the Packers, man. Y'all going to do the same thing y'all do every year. You're going to win 12 or 13 games and then shit the bed either in the, the, the divisional round or the conference championships. That's what y'all going to do. Minnesota might win 10 games. They're super talented. I'm not the biggest Kirk Cousins fan, but they can put points up on the board, and the defense isn't horrible. But I would stay away from this division if you're not going to bet the pack.
4: I would say that's a good call. I don't think there's a lot of value there in any of those picks. Let's move over to the NFC South. The shortest odds, the biggest favorites of any division the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus 300, Saints plus 375, Panthers plus 1200, Falcons plus 1600. I, it's going to be the Buccaneers here. I don't see how any of these other quarterback situations provide a better record than Tampa Bay will have as long as Brady stays healthy, regardless of not having Gronk.
2: Yeah, I'll say this, man. There's two teams that I think have the uh, inside track at Baker Mayfield. One of them is the Detroit Lions. The other one is the Carolina Panthers. So if you think that Baker, a healthy Baker Mayfield, because Baker isn't as horrible as he displayed last season. And if you think that they're going to eventually trade for Baker Mayfield, Carolina at plus 1,200 isn't a horrible pick because McCaffrey's going to come back. They do have some weapons, and they played well last year. They were just kind of missing a a key piece to their offense, i.e. the quarterback position. So... Carolina plus 1,200 isn't a horrible bet if you think that they're going to be the ones to trade for Baker. Because Baker, is, I mean, he's still the top 15 to 18 quarterback in the league. Come on now. There's guys that have starting positions right now that are worse than Baker Mayfield.
4: Well, let's move over to the NFC West and continue a little bit of this Baker Mayfield conversation because I think Seattle would be another good landing spot for him. theres I mean, he's hes obvious upgrade over Drew Locke or um, Geno Smith, I believe, who else is out there. Yeah, but
2: Carolina has designs to try to win, though. I think Seattle is tanking, trying to get some draft picks, and trying to rebuild you know.
4: Yeah, it depends on which direction you want to go. I would say they still would not be even favored to finish above any of the other teams. The Rams right now, plus 140, Niners plus 190, Cardinals plus 300, Seahawks plus 1,000. Niners would go with Trey Lance, huh? I I mean I are they? I mean Garoppolo is waiting to get healthy. Could that could be a trade situation? I think the Rams should be shorter odds than they are here. I think there's a value bet right there in the Rams at
2: +140. Maybe the Super Bowl hangover. Maybe that's what it is.
4: It's possible. It's possible. But
2: I mean, you you look at this. You you, you, you we can almost predict what's going to happen in this division, right? The Arizona's going to come out hot. Mr. September is going to fall apart by about December. San Francisco is going to come on late, but the Rams are going to hold on and win at least 10 games, 10, 11 games.
4: Time will tell. I I would say the value bet here is in the favorite in the division. Like I said, if Kyler Murray would get his ass into camp and get that shit situated, and I'm not saying it's his fault, but, I mean, the more time you're with your team, the Niners have question marks, like you said, Garoppolo, uh, Trey Lance, what's going on with Debo, so –
2: Yeah, it is Kyler Murray's fault. He should have kept his ass in baseball, man. You're too light in the ass, son.
4: You're too light in the ass. All right, let's finish up here with the NFC East. Dallas Cowboys are favored to win this division plus 115. The Eagles plus 190. The Washington Commanders are plus 500. And the Giants, the New York football Giants, are plus 700. I I don't like value in any of these picks. If I had to pick someone, I'd say the Eagles. But I don't see the Commanders or Giants taking over the uh the championship of this division and i wouldn't bet money on anything mike mccarthy does so i guess my pick here would be the yeah. eagles but uh, that's kind of where i'm at on the nfc east as far as we sit here on june
2: 23rd depends on how much you like chase young and riverboat ron but i can't help but to look at that commanders at plus 500 and think there might be some value there dallas you know talent wise is probably the best in the best team in this division I feel the same way about Mike McCarthy, how you feel about Mike McCarthy. He's almost reaching that Kyle Shanahan level with me. But um, Washington at plus 500 because, shit, somebody's got to win the division. That's not horrible. You can make a case for them.
4: Pittsburgh plus 850, best value bet on the board, Chris. You agree with me?
2: Yeah, yeah, without question.
4: All right. Well, there you have it, folks. We'll see what happens uh, as next year's NFL season gets going. But enjoy the NBA draft tonight. Continue to listen to everything. You can uh, find Chair Shot Radio Network on all your favorite streaming platforms and over at thechairshot.com where we encourage you to always use your head. Head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. Pick yourself up a Chair Shot t-shirt. Continue to enjoy your summer the Chair Shot way. Uh, my name is PC Tunney. You can follow me at PC Tony on Twitter and Facebook. You can follow this show at Chairshot Christopher.
2: You all can find me on Twitter at the Real C Plat, but more importantly, just support the movement known as Chairshot.com. Make sure you take your stinking asses over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Pick up an official Chairshot t-shirt. Please and thank you. Thank you and please. We'll see you back here next week. Same plat time, same plat channel. Until then, Shalom.
3: The werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand, walking through the streets of Soho in the rain, he was looking for the place called Lee Ho Fooks,
0: gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein.
3: TheChairShot.com Always use your head
2: This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design Your ticket to go from 0 to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line A feeling this dynamic is invite only Fortunately, you're invited Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus Sales Event now through April 1st